Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, people vary in how much sleep they need, but within that range are people who, due to a genetic mutation, don't need as much as the rest of us. Motti Varghese is a sleep physiologist at the Sleep Therapy Clinic in Dublin. Good afternoon, Motti. Good afternoon, Sean, and thanks for having me. Uh, Now, sometimes these people are called elite sleepers, though, as I understand it, uh, people such as yourself wouldn't necessarily approve of that term. That, that, that is true. At least some people seem to have a disagreement with it. I think um, the another term that I came across is familial natural short sleepers, probably a better uh, better option to, to describe them. It's called familial natural short sleepers. Right. OK. And what what is the genetic mu- uh, uh, mutation that, that enables them to sleep for shorter periods of time? I think there's a very small group of people, about one to three percent of the global population who can survive on on very little quantity of sleep, somewhere between three and six hours. And when they looked into it over several years, they found out some mutations in a couple of different genes, which may be, uh, which may be facilitating that shorter sleep period. But I think what is more important here is uh, that people can survive very well and they're very refreshed and energetic and alert during the daytime. So they are not very much like our, they're not like the, like individuals who suffer from insomnia. Yes. Now, you hear about people, you know, usually American presidents and, and Margaret Thatcher, for instance, that she only had four hours uh, hours uh, night's sleep, but she ended up developing dementia. Uh, and, you know, one you can't help but wondering, is, you know, there, there's said to be a connection between those things. And, uh, yeah, yes, we have, we, you know, if we, if we go looking for that information, we could easily come across that information and something that we don't, really advise because we would advise individuals to to prioritize their sleep and get good quantity of good quality sleep. If we talk about dementia and the relationship between dementia or Alzheimer's and sleep deprivation, we're going to cause a lot of anxiety among people who sleep poorly. But I think the another interesting fact with the with the elite sleepers or the familial natural short sleepers is that the scientists are looking into the mechanism by uh, by which it is uh, happening and also these people are not reporting the negative consequences of poor sleep. So they're looking into that to find out how that information can be useful for people who are sleep deprived or sleeping poorly. Yeah, because I would imagine that, you know, all the restorative things that happen to one when you're getting your seven or eight hours sleep, how, how can it happen for three in three or four hours for somebody else? Yes, I think that is what makes this particular small group of people very special. Uh, yeah, so we don't know uh, um, why, why three or four hours is is as good to them. Uh, I think there's a cause. You know, they have they're trying to establish the causal factor, which is the mutated genes. But I don't think that is clear yet. They are they're trying to put the pieces together uh, to, to to actually find out the mechanism uh, by which how that is possible. Yeah, and um, when you say it's familiar, could, it, could this could this sort of thing run in families then? That that is that's what it would mean. There is a genetic component to it as well. Right. Okay. So oh, so you'd know you kind of have a, because I suppose there might be people listening who kind of suffer from insomnia, perhaps, or you know, tend to wake up in the middle of the night. They might assume they have this gene, but that's not necessarily the case at all. That is not the case. That's where we need to be very careful. That when when it comes to insomnia, 
they have an adequate sleep opportunity and they are trying to sleep in that sleep opportunity. So if someone goes to bed at 11 p.m. and set the alarm for 7 a.m., their intention is to sleep between 11 and 7. And if they take long time to fall asleep or long time to get back to sleep when they wake up at night, they are losing their sleep opportunity and they will wake up in the morning with, you know, with maybe less than 80% of their um, sleep opportunity being utilized. So that is insomnia, whereas this particular group of people, and uh, you know, their sleep opportunity, they, they don't feel that they, their individual intrinsic sleep need is much less. Marty, thanks oh, a million. For, yeah, Marty, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That was uh, Marty Varghese there, a sleep, a physiologist and behavioural sleep therapist at Sleep Therapy Clinic in Dublin. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. Going to take a break. After that, how to speak to your future self. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.